Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, a long-standing question surrounding Xbox was always just how much money does Game Pass make and does it feel like a viable future for the industry? And Microsoft have now clarified some stuff while talking to a Brazilian uh, government board. Absolutely. Like you said, you know, they've been hush-hush about these numbers for years, <laughs> leading a lot of people like us mm. uh, wondering whether Game Pass is actually successful, whether it makes a profit, mm. or is it a kind of long-term plan for the company to just get people onto their systems mm. and hopefully make it work in a few years' time. But, like you said, according to this recent report from the Brazilian regulators who have been going over the potential Activision Blizzard deal because there's been a lot of pushback for that mm-hmm. and Microsoft has needed to get the okay from a bunch of different countries, Brazil did pass it, but in process, in the process, revealed a bunch of numbers about just how much Microsoft makes in revenue from a bunch of Xbox services. Mm-hmm. And we now know for certain that in 2021, Game Pass brought in $2.9 billion, which, <laughs> for reference, um, Xbox hardware in the same year brought in 3.7 billion dollars so it's not that far off like the actual sales of you know Xbox machines so that indicates it's doing pretty well Mm. if you wanted to know overall Xbox division made 16 billion dollars so that's you can factor all that stuff in there I think someone worked out it was about 18% of their overall uh, revenue I think Um, that was in the Tweaktown report yes they uh, they broke it down which uh, you know that's the whole thing like if it's already making up almost a fifth of their overall uh, gross revenue whatever then um, that's an interesting talking point as to where we go going forward because it feels like they've made a lot of bets on Game Pass. It feels like it was too good to be true and the amount of uh, games that you get every month, uh, you know, we long stay on the podcast on here, etc. Game Pass is one is the best deal in gaming yeah. um, and hopefully it can maintain. Now, it makes me interested in terms of where that money is going because um, they did some uh, limited offers where they got uh, Rockstar to agree to GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 and uh, made an appearance on Game Pass only for a couple of months um, but I wonder how much money that was, for example. Well, well I'm pleased you might have already gone there. I'm pleased you bloody ass, Scott Tilford, <laughs> because in March 2022, GameSpot wrote up that in a blog post, um, Microsoft's Chris Charla explained that since 2017, hmm. when Game Pass launched, the company has apparently spent hundreds of millions of dollars on these um, uh, Game Pass games right. in order to secure them. Hmm. However, that is obviously a whole load of money but at the same time if you're making you know 2.9 billion dollars in a year mm-hmm. and that is only going to grow as you know the subscribers trend upwards mm-hmm. which they are at the moment for Game Pass you know 100 million dollars over a 5 year period right now combined with uh, compared to a near 3 billion dollar intake in one year 
there's a lot of profit being made there. I'd say what's interesting as well. Um, you know, a lot of people, including us, everyone compares the likes of Sony's first party stuff, especially this generation, or what they came into their own across the eighth gen uh, with Xbox's first party stuff, and that assumption that only Sony can Sony can do the likes of yeah. you know the Horizon series, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, these big, opulent, over-the-top Last of Us two, um, you know, uh, cinema-sized AAA games. Um, the budgets for them average about fifty million dollars. Like you know, Ghost of Tsushima, um, the Horizon, etc. They go between forty and sixty million. So yeah. who's average? at about 50 million that's almost a drop in the ocean compared to the billions that Microsoft can bring in yes obviously and I've been a big critic of Xbox over the years because um, I want to see more from them I grew up as an Xbox kid I had a 360 I was there on the blades on the dashboard <laughs> I just want to see them do well um, allocate that money better but my point is that they have the money to allocate to those projects we know that they have things in, in the works like yep. Avowed or whatever um, but they have more than enough money to put into their first party whether they do manage to do that and they just keep spending it on exclusives for Game Pass is the whole thing going forward. Absolutely. And, you know, just for kind of reference, you know, when Google Stadia shut down last week and mm. the reports and the post-mortems were coming out about that entire debacle, <laughs> you know, it was revealed that Google Stadia was paying like $10 million to Rockstar to get uh, right. Red Dead Redemption 2 and stuff secured for that platform. Mm. Obviously, it might not be the exact same deal for um, Microsoft, but that's the kind of money we're talking about to secure these top-tier games. Mm. And, you know, Microsoft has obviously been buying up a bunch of studios over the past five years or so. Like I said, this whole thing comes from the fact that they're wanting to buy Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. However, you know, buying a company and making a regular kind of turnout of um, content from that company mm -hmm. takes a lot of time. So there's yeah. a lot of games in development right now, and I wonder whether this is just a great way to kind of like plug that gap to throw $10 million at Red Dead Redemption 2 for like, you know, a couple of months mm -hmm. and have people come buy Game Pass and still make a lot of money that way until we get the big hitters, which will hopefully and possibly mm -hmm. bolster Game Pass even more. You know, you, you imagine that once stuff like Perfect Dark, you know, Gears 6 starts dropping on this um, uh, service mm -hmm. and more regular we get these first party releases on that service like this three billion dollar in revenue is only going to you know maybe even double over the next few years if they do get their eggs in their basket that's kind of the fascinating thing of where we're at right now because uh, like we mentioned at the beginning there's this whole back and forth between Sony and uh, Microsoft as to whether the deal can go through with Sony saying if the deal does go through then Microsoft slash Xbox would have too much of a monopoly on the industry itself and they can't possibly let it go through um, Microsoft slash Xbox have said this stuff because they're like look it only takes up 20% of our overall uh, profits etc yep. don't worry about it it's only 18% of the overall thing and just let it go through however the future that they're planning for which is immaculate business on Phil Spencer's part in the long term um, is that they would assumedly only see this number rise um, and the likes of the Fallout Doom Elder Scrolls Dishonored Wolfenstein Starfield all the stuff Starfield which I always forget <laughs> all the stuff that they bought um, would lead to potentially a monopoly on the industry going forward or a much bigger portion of that pie yeah. um, and that's what they're planning for but it doesn't really hurt them quote unquote to show how profitable Game Pass is right now um, because it is a hell of a talking point yeah. it's sort of like it is a considerable part of their revenue but it's not their entire business model which is what a lot of people thought it was Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. And that's kind of like the part of the revenue, like you were mentioning there, that they could theoretically grow with these acquisitions. Mm. Because, you know, if you're going forward and you're buying the people who made Call of Duty, mm. but you don't intend to make Call of Duty exclusive to your machine, you can still put it on Game Pass day one. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can still make people have the option of either paying 70 bucks for it to get it on PS5 or to buy it at Game Pass and have Call of Duty, <laughs> you know, Black Ops 5 or 6 or whatever we're on, on now, day one on Game Pass. Like, I think that's the way that they're going to get around this kind of whole monopoly business yep. by not necessarily making exclu things exclusive in the short term or at least things that you know regulators will kick up a fuss about like Call of Duty but mm -hmm. still use them to bolster Game Pass and make that more appealing. Mm -hmm. I still obviously I, I've said many times but I'll say it again there'll be a Game Pass app on Switch on right. uh, PlayStation that's how they do it I feel that the wording was in the way Phil Spencer talked about the Elder Scrolls acquisition and said that going forward all Bethesda games will be made available on places where Game Pass exists that's the key thing and um, whether or not he wants to go back on that going forward I just feel like they do all these acquisitions they make all this money and then they go to the competition if you want this game you've got to put your game pass uh, streaming service you've got to put the app on there yes. and we'll let you stream it through there I feel like that's their future Scott Selvig you talk a lot about 4D chess on this um, <laughs> channel and I do think that you know Phil Spencer is playing a long game of 4D chess yeah. not only with the competitors but also with the regulators at this point I kind of feel like we're uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny with the big conspiracy board <laughs> saying it's Game Pass will be Luigi on PlayStation from one the day. Mario movie 
movie. Ah, thank you. sorry. I, of course he is. Yeah, That's true, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not being keeping up with this stuff. He's the Mario <laughs> guy. Uh, what was I saying? Yes, uh, like it's the, it's the long play. And to be honest, the point is gone now because all I'm thinking about is Luigi's <laughs> ass. So you can take over. So let's talk about the overall, you know, the, the uptake of the amount of people giving into Game Pass. There's a lot of different crossover branding deals where maybe you only pay like a dollar and you get a month of Game Pass. So yeah. you buy um, you know, X other you know, product or whatever and you get some um, part of Game Pass. There is a little bit more information in terms of the, the, the user numbers. Yes, uh, earlier this year it was Business Insider who wrote up that um, Microsoft had hit 25 million subscribers Ooh. for uh, Xbox Game Pass and they kind of um, suggested or estimated that that would bring in about $250 million a month in revenue, which of course has kind of been supported now that we know the actual figure. That is about right. Mm -hmm. But what's fascinating to me, at least, is that was in what was, my opinion, a kind of down period. Yes, we had Halo Infinite last year, we had Forza Horizon 5, and those were big games. Mm -hmm. But since those games, going into 2022, we haven't had much in the way of AAA releases. Like, there's been a lot of indie titles Mm -hmm. that I've gravitated towards Game Pass 4, like um, As Dusk Falls, I think it's called. I was yes. the title of that. Immortality. Uh, Immortality and Scorn, which is coming up in like at the end of, of this week, a couple yeah. of days. But we haven't had those big AAA hitters. So you imagine this $25 million, 25 million user, sorry, number from the start of the year is only going to increase, like I said, once the AAAs start getting into uh, the release calendar and once we get into especially mm-hmm. Starfield uh, next year. I think it's an interesting, like as like a sort of send-off thing, where we're at right now, PlayStation are all in on franchise building and IP building. Um, you know, that's like the Horizon TV show, the VR experience, with the Last of Us TV show, and there's the Ghost of Tsushima movie coming up. Like, they are sort of almost taking a Nintendo approach in terms of their IP and then yeah. bolstering it with the PlayStation Studio stuff. They are not putting that much uh, impetus on the PlayStation, uh, the monthly stuff. Like, there is a PlayStation Plus um, Game Pass equivalent, quote unquote, but for me, it's nowhere near the value that you're getting with Game Pass. Um, well, in terms of the first party stuff you get on the middle tier, it yeah. is, but in terms of how they talk about it and the amount that they're going out their way to put together a monthly um, select of titles, I feel like they're way behind um, Xbox. I feel like they're sort of leaning on past successes instead. That's it, right? But Mm. obviously, now that we've had PlayStation Now merge with the regular PlayStation Plus, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have the choice whether they want to get one of these three tiers for the Game Pass equivalent they have, Mm -hmm. you know, the PlayStation Plus uh, premium servers or the PlayStation Plus Extra or whatever, (laughs) you know, they already had a massive install base, so Mm. I wonder how many of those people, you know, migrated along, maybe bought into the higher tier, and I wonder whether their foothold in the kind of service market already with the original version of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now translates over to direct competition with Microsoft Mm. because they might not even need to put in that effort. We don't know the Sony numbers right now, but they might already have such a foothold that they might even be on top just because of like Microsoft is saying in these regulating meetings, Mm. they already have such a dominance over the market anyway. Do they even need to, you know, put in the effort to compete with Game Pass game for game if they're already quote unquote winning? That was the hilarious part of uh, one of the quotes from uh, Microsoft slash Xbox was just like they literally said PlayStation and Nintendo will remain the market the dominant parts yes. of the market um, and then after that it was like well they're quite happy just being number three ostensibly we'll sort of just sneak in with our massive billions of dollars around the outside <laughs> and we'll not worry about this other stuff um, which we'll make a mere three billion dollars a year off one service on the side maybe <laughs> if we're feeling lucky but um, yeah I feel like they're, they're sort of uh, reading the terrain of where each company is at Nintendo is off on their own yeah. you know just doing backflips making a Mario movie who cares <laughs> Um, and then you've got, like I said, the PlayStation approach, which is very franchise-heavy. They've got the PlayStation Stars program rolling out. Oh, yes. Which has kind of, I say rolled out, it's sort of flumped. And we've sort of tried to pick it back up and go, what's actually here? Very little is here. Um, but that's kind of getting there. And then, like I said, the PlayStation Plus stuff, the extra tier is incredible. But the premium tier has 
a lot more, could do with a lot more yeah. if they want to bring Game Pass people across. And then you have Xbox um, sort of ostensibly doubling down on Game Pass going forward. Um, and we now we know that they have so much money to spend on their first party games or to reinforce new ideas and, and things like that, which is what I want to see and what I've wanted to see for eight years now. Me too, Scott Tilford, but you know, making money and investing money are two completely different <laughs> things. <laughs> and just because, you know, all of this money is coming in doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be dispersed no. as it should. You know, they're going to want to keep as many profits as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at the likes of Activision Blizzard, which they are trying to buy, you know, when they had a record year and they were still laying off like 800 staff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's like in a, in a utopian ideal world, three billion in revenue versus a couple hundred million in spend on the Game Pass games mm -hmm. should result in that money being dispersed and hopefully going to the developers who can then create high quality games. Mm -hmm. However, how much of that money is just being pocketed? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Whatever I have to do to get a new Def Jam, I will go to whichever <laughs> console has that on. But let us know what you think down in the comments below of Game Pass. Do you have it? Do you like the idea that you know they have so much money to now spend on games? Where do you sit in regards to Xbox thoughts overall? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.